You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Welcome to episode 22 of BNI, the Australian Story. My name is Veronica, and once again, I'm here with our executive director, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us again today. We really appreciate you taking on board our podcast and having listened to us. Now, I have had so much fantastic feedback about last week's podcast, How a Clown Invited Me to BNI. Where do you find these guests from? They're everywhere. They're everywhere. We're, um, you know, in Australia we have 6,300 odd members, so we, we're always looking to find the best story. So if you have a really great story about your B&I experience, t- um, speak to your executive director and get them to put you in touch with, with us here and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And so when you're saying a really great story, you're not saying earth-shattering, climbing mountains. We're talking about stories that are going to inspire other members. It might be how you've been able to expand a chapter, bring visitors, how you've been able to stay in the green. There's sometimes the really small successes are the things that we need to hear also. Yeah, we're all about in, uh, inspiring other members, in, inspiring our membership across the country and sharing those stories. And, you know, something that's really awesome, we really want to share. Yeah, fantastic. Well, you're doing a great job and today is no difference. We have another fantastic guest. But just before we uh, introduce our guest today, i just like to let everybody know that BNI Australia is a powerful and collaborative business organisation which is built on relationships, which are an essential part of any credible marketing strategy. BNI is Australia's premier business networking organisation and our service is designed to offer its members the opportunity to create business relationships, share ideas, contacts and most importantly, business referrals. Okay, Brent, take it away with our introduction today. Well, before we do, I just wanted to promote event we're, an event we've got coming up on the 7th of August. Yes. And we are holding Australia's biggest BNI meeting. So Ooh. the whole idea is to get up to 300 people on a Zoom event and we have a very special guest confirmed. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Our founder, Dr. Ivan Meisner, will be joining us. So it will be a paid event because we'll be raising money for the BNI Australia Foundation, which uh, which helps uh, different charities around the country as well, and re- most recently helped with the bushfire uh, people in the bushfires and uh, helped get a lot of people on uh, back on track from there. So it's going to be a, an event to raise money for them. It's going to be, as I said before, on seventh of August, half past twelve. So it's a midday event for uh, Eastern Standard Time online online on Zoom and the tickets will be available through Eventbrite and there will be an option just to buy a normal ticket which will be $10 or a ticket for good which will be $50 which will be a donation to the BNI Foundation and that will give you an opportunity to get into the draw for an Ask the Founder session in breakout rooms with Dr Ivan Meisner. I just love this because what it is, it's it's never been done before. So Australia's biggest... A B&I meeting. That's what we're aiming for. But we also get a one-to-one with uh, with Dr. Ivan Meisner. Well, it's, one, it's a few one of to us. many. <laughs> yeah, one <laughs> to many, but it's not... It's da- a group one-to-one. It's, it's an opportunity that uh, I know me personally, I will definitely be buying a, a ticket for good. I know that the money is going to be going to charity, which makes me feel good. But the idea of uh, being able to just ask, you know... 
Ivan a question and just be in the same space with him, even if it's a Zoom space, I find that really exciting. Yeah, well, when the ticket's available, we'll put a link up on our uh, B&I Australian Story podcast Facebook page as well. If you can't find the uh, the link or the the to get into the actual event or anything to get into the event, just uh, feel free. I'm just going to broadcast my own email, brent.edwards at bni.com.au. Send me an email and I'll send you the link. Okay, it's going to be a fantastic event. It is limited to only 300. So out of 63 members, 6,300 members across Australia, we only have 300 tickets. A big shout-out to the um, team of people that are helping to put this together, being led uh, by Mr Terence Toe from Strategic. So thanks, everybody, for what you're doing. It's going to be a fantastic event. Okay, Brent, take it away. So over to our guest today, and for the first time for many, many weeks, we have our guest here in the studio with us. So... It's great we got Sangeeta Bajad in uh, with us from uh, from BNI Packenham Achievers, which is in the uh, which is in the southeastern uh, area of Victoria there. And Sangeeta's a uh, a bookkeeper within the group, and she's been with us for just over six years. And she's had a really great success story out of BNI that we really wanted to share. And she's a real go getter within BNI and I and high energy, high energy, and uh, just it's really infectious to have her around. And it's great to have her here. So, firstly, before we start, Sangeeta, because we're recording this on the first of July, so you being a bookkeeper, happy new year! <laughs> Thank you, oh, <laughs> end of month, that's right. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So, um, Sangeeta, can you uh, can welcome along? Can you tell us and your oh, sorry, I didn't even mention your business, it's that's right, bookkeeping. Yes, and, that's uh, right. And that's right. And uh, being a bass agent and a bookkeeper, how did you discover BNI? All righty. Um, I discovered BNI through one of the members uh, in my chapter, um, Kilpesh from Enterprise Stationery. He was actually coming to see an accountant that I was sharing an office with, and um, he came up and he goes, "What are you doing?" You know, I said, "I've just started my business." And he goes, "Oh, you should come and visit BNI Packenham. We're looking for a bookkeeper." And that's how I went to BNI Packham. Okay, so um, you went into the meeting. I believe there was they had a bit of a stack day because they really wanted to get a bookkeeper in, and you had a bit of competition in the room. <laughs> yes, I did. There was about five or six of us in oh, the wow. room. Yeah, and we were given the forms, and we were asked to put number one, number two, number three. Number one being, I'm really keen, and I was toying between number one and number two because. I wasn't sure how I'm going to help BNI myself and how this is going to work for me. So I put number one, but slash number two. And um, Alan Douglas rang me from Triple T Insurance. He rang me up and said, um, we want to do an interview with you. And I said, okay. So he asked me a few questions. I was very tough on him too, because there was quite a few bad things about BNI as well. Not all good. So I just wanted to make sure that under they understood where I was coming from. And um, he said to me, we will support you. No matter what you decide to do, we will support you. If you join and you can't find a sub, ring us. We'll find someone for you. That sold it to me, basically. Fantastic. So the bad thing was the attendance commitment, making that? (laughs) Yeah, get that. And also, I didn't have any contacts here because I'm from New Zealand, so coming and doing my own business as well, I didn't know many people, and I was like, how am I going to find people and bring one visitor a, a month, uh, referrals? Um, one-to-one was easy to do because you just meet people and have a meeting, but I, I just didn't know anybody in that sense. I didn't know how many people I knew. 
So you, you've landed in Australia, become a bookkeeper from New Zealand, which actually I didn't know. I've known you for years. I didn't even know because <laughs> I know your heritage is Fijian Indian. Yes. And you've come here from New Zealand. I didn't know that, I didn't know that at all. You pick it up every now and again in a word that you might say and I'll go, oh, that's right, you're from New Zealand. Like, like talking about your jandals or, yeah. or something's choice. No, just the way, the way that you say things some, sometimes. And yeah. I, we were having a one-to-one the other day and you, you did it and I went, oh, that's right, New Zealand. Yeah, I, I think the it. way I say New Zealand as well is that's a bit it. different as well. So people sort of go, oh, okay. So they might ask me to say fish and chips and... <laughs> Six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which, which word? No. <laughs> and we'll move right along here. So, um, yeah, you've you've landed in in the area. Moved. How long to after you uh, moved into Melbourne that you joined? Oh, okay. So we moved here in two thousand and three. So my husband got really sick. So we decided to move um, to Melbourne. We used to live in Melbourne. So we moved in Turek, we bought a place in Turek and I was working like a dog and decided that this wasn't it for me. So we moved to Berwick. And then I started working part-time because I wanted to spend time with my daughter. And um, I started working for an accounting firm as their business manager. And I always said to them, why don't you have a bookkeeping section where I can head it? And they didn't want to go with that. Then at the end of the day, I just thought, you know what, I'll do it myself. And that's how I started my business. So 2010, February 2010, I started my business, um, started working from home. I had no clients. I had a computer. I sat on the kitchen bench and went, what do I do now? (laughs) (laughs) And then I went to a business meeting. Um, It was in Cardinia, um, that business meeting, and met my first client. They're still my clients after 10 years. Wow. Yeah, and... um, I met. I actually knew Kalpesh before I knew BNI in its sense, because the accounting firm I used to work with, Kalpesh used to deliver stationery to that. So I knew him, and it was easy to talk to him. And yeah, I'm so so grateful that he got me into BNI. I I don't think I'll be successful if BNI wasn't there for me. So during this time, you've actually leveraged the BNI opportunity to go from home office to maybe sharing an office. So now you've got your own office with staff. So how did that come about? How many staff do you have now? I have five staff. Five staff you've gone to? Yeah. <laughs> and that growth's been in? Yeah, well, that's through B&I. Because yep. when I first started, I didn't have any staff. I only had about 30 clients on my books. And I'm sitting at about 200 clients right now wow. with five Fantastic. staff. Um, I know each and every one of them. And they are my leverage. Like I use anything happens, the first thing I think about is B&I. How can BNI help them? And I tried to get my clients into BNI as well. So when you actually made that leap into actually taking on staff and, and building the business and moving out of home, was BNI the the catalyst to say, okay, I know I've got this team around me yes. working, bringing in this constant flow of referrals that I'm, I'm confident to sort of take this leap because that is yeah. a very big leap for a, yes. for a, a sole operator. Yes, and I'm I'm very I'm very stingy. I spend every dollar and I think about it before I spend it. That's why you're the perfect bookkeeper. (laughs) So I'm very, I was very, I wanted to make sure that if I was going to employ people, I had support from employment side of things as well. Because when you're a business owner, it's not just about your business. It becomes about your staff as well, emotionally as well. So for me, I'm very, um, I say everything what I think. I don't filter anything. So I had to make sure that I had people behind me that helped me in that sense. Yeah, for sure. 
I, I just, I, uh, it's a great story and we've had a couple of one-to-ones and if, uh, if there are any members out there, because of Zoom now, you can contact Sangeeta at That's Right Bookkeeping and anyone can have a one-to-one with you. Yes, definitely. Uh, over Zoom. doesn't matter where you are in Australia, that's the beautiful thing about um, the current climate. But I just wanted to say that it is really important when you come to a meeting uh, that you think about the application process for our visitor hosts make sure that all of our visitors fill out the application when you're there not to join but just to give us an indication of where you're at Mm -hmm. you're thinking about the meeting the one two or three and also to interview each of the applications that come through because you've got through into a chapter out of five possible uh, bookkeepers that were in the room yeah somehow through the interview process the, the, the chapter has realised you're the right one for them and they've picked a driver. Mm-hmm. And if you can find someone who's a driver, they will not only drive the, the business of the chapter but they will drive the culture of the chapter in a positive way. And I just wanted to point that out because you are one of those standouts to me in BNI. When oh, you meet you. you, you don't forget you, you make people feel good, you give everyone your attention. It's a great story that you're sharing today and I just think it's important that we bring more of those members into BNI by following the process. Yeah, I, I believe in accountability. I, I'm a, I'm a competition. I'm very competitive too. Yeah. So in my group I compete with Marcus Adams uh, from, and so we always compete and I want to make sure that I'm number one all the time. <laughs> In terms of the traffic light yeah, reports. In terms of the yeah. traffic light reports. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm very caring towards my members as well. I'm very passionate. Yeah. And I will stand up for them if I if I have to. And my group, we're very close as well. So to me, they're my family. As I said, I have nobody here. So to me, if I can ring Marcus, or I can ring Alan, or I can ring Daniel, you know, it makes makes me feel good. Now you're consistently, speaking about the member traffic lights, you're consistently at the top. Yes. At 100? Yes. <laughs> so can you share with the listeners how you go about actually making sure you're there and why, and the why behind it? Yeah. So it's not just being competitive and wanting to be number one. And, you know, if, if you uh, – if you, I know how much you train the gym and all that, how competitive you are. But, um, you know, why, why is it so important and to you to actually, you know, to do everything you can – in the in the traffic lights to actually give back to your team? Um, I think it comes from my childhood, to be honest. Um, I, I grew up with a big family, very strict family, um, and we were told the girls can't do much. You know, girls don't achieve much. So I, always, I was always the one that always did everything out of the square. I didn't want to be somebody that was, oh, she's a typical Indian girl sort of thing. So... To me, to get to 100 points every time, it's not, it, it comes easy, to be honest. I don't work really hard for it. I just listen. When somebody says to me, I'm looking for a website designer, I know straight away who I'm going to nom- nominate from my BNI chapter. So Zane Digital comes straight away to me. I don't go looking for referrals. It comes to me. And I'm a, I'm a believer in giving as well. So a new member joins. I know how hard it is when a new member joins because... You feel scared. I was. I was so scared to speak in public. Nobody would think it. Not But anymore. I was. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, I like to use them first. I use all my members first and then I refer them to other people. I think that's the key to making sure that your chapter's working. Yeah, that, that's a really good tip if you can. Yeah. You know, uh, th- throw your new members a bone. Yeah. Uh, try them out. 
And then you've got a first-hand account where you can actually speak to your contacts when referring them and say, yeah, I've I've tried this person. They're good at what they do. I highly recommend them. But just finding referrals isn't the only way to get to green the traffic lights. So So you've got CEUs, visitors, one-to-ones. So what's your plan around those? And attendance, obviously. Yeah, the CEUs, I'm always learning on BNA University. I love it. I spend a lot of time on it. Um, some 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 people in my house think I'm mad. They're <laughs> <laughs> learning about BNI too, yeah. aren't they? Another another cult member. <laughs> yes. yeah. And then um, with the attendance, look, I bounce out, like when we were meeting uh, from face to face. I used to bounce out of bed to go to my BNI meeting. I have no issues with that. A Zoom is okay as well. I mean, this is what it is. We need to be a team and support each other. And I think Zoom has really, and BNI has really shown that to us that we are a group and a team, and a family. Um, with other things that I do, one to ones, I I tend to do one to ones with people I really don't know in my chapter. The people that I do know in my chapter, I don't do one to ones too much with them. Maybe once a month, but the other ones I probably try and do it once a week. Um, what else is there? Education. How do you bring said, visitors? You know, what's your What's your plan and strategy around <laughs> visitors? Um, <laughs> my staff think I'm, I'm mental. <laughs> 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 when a new member comes on board, like when, when a new client comes on board, I don't take a client on just because. I take a client on, I sit with them for an hour. I need to know who they are. Before they need, and they need to know who I am. So I don't just take them on board because I need a client. I take them on board because I think they're ethical people and I want to work with them. So when I'm working with them, when I'm talking to them, then the first thing I ask them, do you have an accountant? Have you got insurance sorted? Everything that they need. So then I start referring because they'll go, oh, I don't know, who do I speak to about uh, financial planning? So I'll say Mary Benton. Or who do I speak to in accounting? Then I'll say Andrew Harper, you know, so... They will just come easily. I have my BNI list and cards, so I make sure that I pass it on to them and the phone call happens. And do they also get a, an invite to one of the meetings? Yes, they'll get an invite to the meetings if they're interested. I don't push too hard. I let them take all the information, then they go and use a few of the services and then they'll go, how do we join this? And then I throw the bone a little bit. <laughs> you know, you that's a really good lesson for new members because a lot of new members come in and they say, oh, how am I going to find referrals? I yeah. don't know how. I don't, yeah. I don't meet anyone. But you're meeting people all the time. All the time. And it's very much like when you go through the drive-through, the old McDonald's thing, do you want fries with that? Yeah. And if yeah. you can actually, you know, ask those prompting questions, yeah. oh, do you need this, do you need that? And, yeah. and sort of you can start to work out with your clients what they may or may not need. Yeah. And then you can actually lead them down that track yeah. and find referrals. And, you know, referrals come a lot easier when the relationship is built yes. because you see them more than you would when the relationship's not there. Yeah, and that's right. And that's your reticular activator in your brain working again, just noticing ones you wouldn't notice before. Yeah, that's I th- true. I think also to a lot of people, and it is almost without a doubt the number one concern that applicants have about joining a chapter how am I going to bring referrals because they're they're so impressed and I guess overwhelmed with the I have section but I think as members if when it comes from the heart when you know that you're actually looking for opportunities to help someone the referrals come easily and for me also the cross-chapter referrals there's always something that someone needs within the BNI network yeah Uh, and 
you know, I just I feel like sometimes as as chapter members, we do get a little bit insulated. We just start thinking about our own chapter, mm-hmm. but there are other specialties outside of our chapter that are always within the network, and that is also another referral, a yep. way to refer. So there's always a referral there if you know someone needs something. If someone doesn't need anything, you don't need to refer. Yep. We're trying to refer people that that are good at what they do. Not we're not trying to refer referrals for the sake of yeah, it. Sake of yeah. it. Yeah. It yeah. has to be worth it. Yeah. It's not gonna be if I'm gonna refer, say, Andrew Harper and that person's already got an accountant and they don't want to move, yeah. they're not gonna move. And it's also so not, it's not a good put, referral. It's for not him. a good referral. So yeah. I will never put it in B and I Connect saying, Hey, this is my referral. I always wait till they've made the connection. Yeah. I never put it in until they've made the connection. I always get an email back saying, Hey, I heard from so and so you referred. So I then that's when I put my connection in. Yeah. Well, the other side of this is, you know, members of your chapter really need to, you know, train you in what the person may be missing out on in using that other service provider. Yeah. And you might say to someone, oh, do you need an accountant? Oh, no, I've got one. Mm. Oh, okay, and they walk away. But they'll say, well, does your accountant know about this, this and this? And they start thinking and thinking, maybe I haven't got the best accountant. Maybe I need to actually speak to this person and have a chat to them. So that's up to the members to actually convey that and train their team so they're in that position where they can just say, oh, I've already got an accountant. Oh, I I won't even get you in front of that person. Yeah. Whereas they say, oh, okay, well, start asking, digging deeper and asking those questions. Mm. And I think, you know, promoting other people is a lot more easier than promoting yourself. Oh, absolutely. So true. Yeah. yeah give us gain makes it so much easier. So much easier, yeah. And finance brokers are a fantastic example of that because if you say to someone, do you have a broker, and they'll say, yeah, I do, but you want to finance a truck, not a house, a lot of mortgage brokers don't finance trucks. So sometimes you need to drill down and say, do you have a finance um, person to finance that truck? Mm. And then you, there might be a referral there waiting for the expert in your chapter just by asking a more detailed yeah, question. The right question. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we do a, um, for all our guests, we do a, a bit of a survey and ask you a few questions. And you've put down yeah. here that B&I's made you a better human. Yes. So, can you elaborate <laughs> on that? I'm, We're I'm, waiting for I that one. I would really like to know <laughs> how B&I's made you a better human. Okay, I'll tell you how. Um, it taught me how to be give us gain. Basically, not to be selfish. It's okay to spend the dollar. As I said, I'm very stingy. (laughs) She took her breath away saying that. Um, It's okay to spend that money. It's okay to invest in something, not not to gain anything. And that's what I learned from BNI. And because of BNI, I also am a part of Rotary now. So I believe in giving. And BNI has made me a better human. Because of that, I wouldn't have joined Rotary. I would be selfish. I'd want to sleep in. I don't want to go out and do Rotary stuff. You know, so it's given me that boost of what humans should be like. And that's why BNI has made me a better human. It's give us gain. So a lot of people think that their business networking begins and ends with one organisation. Can you explain the benefits that you get from doing BNI and something like a, a Rotary Club? Um, with BNI, it's business. It's uh, my business development. Although I do have quite a deep connections in few of the people that I know in BNI, uh, Rotary is my self development. It's my who I am as a person. I think when you come to a point in your life and you just go, "Okay, is this it?" There should be more, and I think Rotary fills that gap for me where I can go and help people and, and feel that satisfaction of helping them. Um, to be honest with you, when I first started BNI, I was very selfish. 
I expected everybody to use my services. And it didn't take long for people to use my services. Skalpesh was already my client and he already spoke very highly of me. It took me about two, three months before people started coming on board. But I saw, as I started doing the BNI learning, the MSP learning and what BNI is all about, I started understanding that I have to give before I can receive. Yeah. Fantastic. That's great advice. Yeah. So anything else you'd like to add today uh, to before, we, uh, before we sign off to the next part of the podcast, Sangeeta? Um, <clears throat> give us a gain, basically. I just want to say thank you so much for having me here. I do appreciate it. Um, I know that my BNI chapter has got a lot of success stories as well. Um, I do believe in every one of them. Um, and I know that we're all doing the best we can at this time. Thank I, you. I would just like to ask you a question um, while I have you here because you're talking about support. You joined the chapter because someone came up to you and said, we're going to support you, and that obviously resonated with you, mm. someone who's into uh, give, give us gain and appreciates that and values that. What is a red flag that you could see possibly in a member that would immediately make you feel like they needed some support? Because I think we miss that sometimes. So there's a member in your chapter or someone's chapter and what is a red flag that you would immediately say we need to support that member? Um, if they're not engaged, if they're not bringing any kind of referrals, if they get up and they do their 40 seconds and it's like two seconds and they sit down and also when they have nothing for I have part, um, I, f I find it really difficult when people get up and go, I have nothing today. Yeah. And I just sort of go, oh, what's going on? That's the first thing I do is make the phone call after the meeting. And go, are you okay? What's going on? And, and as then a people member, do you attend. do that. Yeah, as a member, I do. As a fellow oh, yeah. member. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and I think I, because I have that relationship with them, I feel comfortable talking to them. And I think all of them sp feel very, they're very scared of me. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're worried about they're, you're going to kick their ass or something. <laughs> now that she's a better human, she's become more scary. <laughs> no, they just know that I'll ring and check yeah. up on them. Even yeah. the people that don't use my services, I will still ring them and go, hey, are you okay? You didn't turn up today. What's going on? We don't need to let people go under the radar. No. I think part of being supportive is actually yeah. saying to them, come yeah. on, come out from yeah. the shadows. Even, look, we because we've got 35 members in our team, not everybody will get along. We yeah. all have different personalities. Not everybody's going to like me. You know, I'm quite in your face as well. So <laughs> people are just like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> but... You just have to, you do what you have to do. You support, even if you don't like somebody, saying hello, how are you, makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think the uh, Sangeeta fan club will really like today's podcast. She <laughs> has got a fan club, even at B&I management level. Definitely. And there's, there's uh, quite a few shout-outs to a lot of chapter members there that also got some advertising today yes. as well. So if you're in the Pakenham Achievers, well done. <laughs> So thank you, Sangeeta, for joining us today and, uh, and it's great to hear your story and keep up the good work thank and uh, we're really glad to have you in one of our groups in our region. Thank you. Yeah, Fantastic. thanks, Sangeeta. Thank you. Um, Brent, we have some fantastic members and it's not about just staying in the green, it's about people and these particular types of people and Sangeeta is a great example of someone who loves B&I but really is passionate about helping other people in their businesses and... We need to invite those people. We need to build that culture. And people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. And we really saw a really good example of that today. Yeah, fantastic. I have a question for you. Okay. 
Now, a lot of people... Is this a, is this a listener question? It's a listener question it's not for, for you. Not only from listener. Veronica from Franks and no, South again? No, 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 no. no. Okay. So, uh, the feedback has been, we've loved listening to the podcast because we're learning more about Brent. Yes. Okay, and so I'm going to ask you a question. How did you find out about BNI? This is a very long story, but... Give us a quick answer. From a brochure that I found by chance. So um, I originally started B&I in the, in the mobile telecommunications industry when it was pretty big um, in the late 90s, early, one th- early 2000s. And I was, uh, I was managing a store in Melbourne and one of the first Melbourne groups, my co-manager of that store, got invited by uh, to, to a B, one of the first B&I groups in the CBD in Melbourne. And uh, he got invited there and he used to work, you know, the late part of the day because the shop was open a lot of hours and I used to come in first thing in the morning. And my ritual first thing in the morning was to clear off all these empty coffee cups and, <laughs> and newspapers off the desk uh, so I could actually start for the day. <laughs> and in amongst those was a B&I brochure and I thought, oh, I'll put that aside and have a read of that. That looks interesting. And I started reading and I said, well, someone's got a system to bring in referrals. How good is this? I'm in. So I rang up uh, the executive director of Melbourne at the time, Stuart Riley, and I said, all right, I'm in. I, uh, well, I'm opening a shop in the southeast, and I'm in. What groups are going down there? And he said, well, we haven't started there yet. We've only got two groups in Victoria so far. So I was on the short list for that, and as soon as that started, it started in Dandenong, and uh, I was involved straight away in the core group. What a great story. And we started the first group with the huge amount of members of 10 that we used to launch them with <laughs> in, in 2000. Now the launch is 26? 25. 25 yeah. members. Yeah. That, that is a fantastic story. So I'm going to be chipping away at this every week, okay, because uh, people want to know okay, more about Okay, it'll be Brent. like peeling back an onion. Peeling, don't make me cry. <laughs> don't make me cry. Okay, so just complete our podcast uh, today. What is your tip for success this week? Well, I'm going to talk about, we actually hit on it before, I'm going to talk about inviting because a lot of people, one of the things they find really hard is finding referrals and then they join B&I and they go, oh, I can't invite either. So the tip is when inviting is to start the conversation with people. And a really good thing to say is, how's business at the moment? Because, you know, usually, what do people usually do? They usually complain. Oh, yeah, it could be better. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're struggling a bit at the moment. So then you ask the question, okay, you know, are you interested in getting... You know, a flow of referrals for your business, would that, be, would that be a help to you? And if the answer is yes, well, I'd like to introduce you to a group of business people I work with who want to refer someone like you, would you like to come along and meet them? And obviously, um, you know, if the answer is yes, great, give me your email address and I'll send you an invite. And it's as easy as that. And you notice through there I didn't say you could join, we can do networking, you can do B&I, we meet weekly... Because they're detractors. We just want to get the person in the room and meet you guys and and just see how good and how awesome you are. And they start looking around the room saying, well, there's a bit of business going here. This is organised. People are actually working together. I might want to be a part of this. And then they can actually, you know, if they, if they want to apply the options there for them. So we're not trying to mislead anyone, but we don't want people to make the decision not to come before they get a chance to see it. Yeah, actually, that, it's, it's a really good point because someone said to me the other day, um, how about we send the application to a visitor before they come? I said, don't do it because all of a sudden a visitor makes a decision on how much it's going to cost them be, to be a member rather than seeing the value. 
So I think that it's really important that we don't give too much information, let the visitor make their own decisions. And those little voices that we have in our own head saying, oh, they won't be interested or this isn't for them, don't make decisions for visitors. Just give them an opportunity to come and see what we do. Yep. Yeah, that sure. works. Yeah. Well, I have, uh, I've learned a lot out of episode 22. Thank you very much, Brent, for another very informative uh, episode where we've learned all about you today and we'll peel those onions back over the next few episodes. Peeling the onions Peeling back. the onions. Lucky you. <laughs> thank you, Steve, our producer, thank making Steve. sure everything thank runs you. smoothly. And to all of our listeners, thank you. Please remember to share our podcast. There's some great stories, great members, and have a one-to-one with Sangeeta from That's Right Bookkeeping. <laughs> Thanks, thank Kate. See you guys.